Welcome to the Ignite You Podcast, where two bros journey into all things spirituality and human transformation. Let's get it. Cheers, brother. Cheers, man. Ooh, it feels good to be back mm-hmm. in the space. We're back in the space. This space. <laughs> but you don't know that we left. Nobody knows. <laughs> you know, when we when I was away, I got a bunch of messages and people are like, I don't understand how you're still releasing podcasts. <laughs> you guys haven't been together for months. And they talk like that. Yeah, that's what they said. That's they exactly sound like how that. they it's sounded. Weird. They all exactly. sound like that. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. But not the people listening. It was no, this other, is different it was people. Other people. This is different people. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Of course. Yeah. Yeah. So Cam was away for a bit. Two months he left me here in Costa Rica. I did. I left him in the rain, <laughs> in the darkness, oh, wow. where there's nobody else here. <laughs> it was rainy season. And you didn't got, even have a weird. house. It got well, well. You were in the jungle. It got weird. It did. It got weird. I was George of the jungle. But we're here now. George Clooney of the jungle. And we're doing them live rather than. Love that you just ignored that. But. George Clooney. Of the jungle. Of the jungle. Yeah, exactly. It feels good to be back in it because we pre-recorded a lot to make sure they were covered, our bases. Mm-hmm. We pre-recorded like 10. We did. We busted them out. We did. We hit it hard over a couple weeks. <laughs> we were like, just podcast, podcast, podcast. It was a lot of cacao. It was a lot of cacao. It feels good to have it now. Yeah. Because you also had time off of the cacao. I did. This is my second one for today, though. <laughs> that getting hard. Well, I couldn't help it. And yesterday we had one as well because we went to record and... <laughs> There was a bit of technical difficulty, <laughs> which we're not going to talk about. We should know. <laughs> so, so you know how mics can sometimes be, be directional, omnidirectional. They can also they, be omnidirectional. They can, but Omni. these ones, these ones aren't. These ones are are, are one direction only. <laughs> yeah, that's what so they call if the them. mic is spun around, if any of you own an AT twenty twenty USB mic, if it's spun around, it won't work. Which, you know, I will say is easy to do. They do kind of look similar at the front and the back. But anyways, we're back in action now. We're back in action. We don't have a tech team to help us out with these things. No, we, we need don't. to figure it out we ourselves. We got spirit, though. We have spirit. Spirit Speaking tech. of spirit, it's Halloween this past week. How about that? It was Halloween this past That's week. That's crazy. That was crazy. It was fun. It was. So, everybody, I, I got Ryan a Halloween present. Oh, shit. I didn't even know that was a... Well, it's, it's like, it is. Okay. It is. In traditious, traditious, <laughs> in traditious, <laughs> in traditional I like that. pagan roots. Oh. Oh, is that this, actually? This is a lie. Oh, damn it. Yeah. You should have carried I know, on I with it. I was carried. believing you. I know you were. I, but I can't do that to you. When I see your excitement, I'm like, <laughs> damn it, I can't. I'm not going to be able to break it to him that okay. this is a lie. Okay. But I got, I got Ryan, I got Ryan a couple gifts when I was away. Well, I got him a few. He's already got a couple, but we're, we're going to, we're going to give him, give him a couple other gifts. But I got him some special Special. Oh shit! Like the gift I gave you? Gifts. You remember the gift I gave Cam? Yeah, it's the gift that literally keeps on giving. Yeah, deeper and deeper, deeper and deeper every, every time. time. <laughs> we'll give you an update on the butt plug for sure. But yeah. well, not. It's a peace bot wand, not a butt it's plug. It's a peace bot wand. Get it right, yeah, Cam. Get the prostate. Thing but just without further ado. Okay, I have no idea what this is actually. Cam's waited, and we will see. What it is. Just it's in this bag. So Oh, the weight is interesting. The weight is in this side of the bag. So there's two gifts in there. Okay. This is it. There's two gifts and there's a bag 
Within so a bag. The bag is open, so because I don't have wrapping paper, I had to put it in a bag. Bag within a bag is the first gift. Bag exception. It's a mug. <laughs> Fuck! No! <laughs> I'm gonna, I'm gonna smash this mug. <laughs> Damn it, dude. So that every time... This isn't a gift for me. <laughs> this is a gift for you. I got a matching one. <laughs> Fuck, we're not. No. Those are our official no! podcast mugs now. Oh, my God. It says, cranked on Camachinos. <laughs> I don't even know what a Camachino is. So this is tough. We're drinking them. I'm going to mark this off. Put matcha cow. <laughs> Fuck. It's cool though. It's so cool though. Yeah, you can see it. But. Okay, okay, I, okay. I promise. There's a there's a cool gift. This is there. this is a gift for Cam that he gave to me. Sweet. Yeah. <laughs> no, but this is a, this is a good one. He's gonna like this one. It's black. He's gonna like it. It's in another bag within a bag. Lots of in a bag. Crinkle, crinkle, crinkle. Yeah. Listen. That's the sound of opening <laughs> gifts. I'm assuming it's a article of clothing, which I don't wear a lot. So no, you don't. It's probably something special. <laughs> this fucking guy. I will never wear this. <laughs> oh, cracked on cappuccinos. Never. My podcast since 2022. <laughs> But it's such a sick shirt, so you're gonna want to wear cool, it. But I'm never. I'm gonna crop top it just under the mug. <laughs> I'm gonna crop top it right there under the mug. Oh god! I can't so wait good. to cut this with scissors. So yeah, like right after we record this episode, I'm like, cutting this. Like just right through camera. Just cranked on. I'm cranked on. Fuck! This is a, dude. Gift, a gift from me to you, man. And Back I have a matching you. shirt. Too. Yeah, I bet you do. So just so everybody knows, you, you can now purchase Cranked on Camachino gear. You can't. We're going to cover the world in Cranked on Camachinos. The Ignite You podcast is going to be forgotten, and it's all going to be Cranked on Camachinos. So well, now Ryan's rattled from the beginning of and this And you might podcast. be listening in and you're like, what the fuck is a Camachino? This might be one of your first episodes listening in. That's true. So no so context. I, I ruined it. <laughs> Just literally. Well, I'll tell you. The Camachino okay. is the drink we are drinking right now. Kind of. It is cacao, matcha, mm. cinnamon, mm. coconut milk, a mm. little bit of water, and sometimes a couple of accoutrements. If you want some adaptogenic mushrooms, something like that, you can put it in. Whatever tickles your fancy. Honey. And honey. Yeah. Uh, difference about the matcha cow, the one that I make, and the one that makes more sense, is the matcha cow has more matcha in it. And it's mixed with cacao. And I throw some ghee in there also. That's all I'm saying. It's bulletproof. It's better for your brain and health and overall body. That's all. Matcha it's, cows. It's, it's from a cow. Throw in your vote for your <laughs> beverage of choice. You get a free shirt and a mug if you vote cranked on Camachinos. You get a hug from yours truly if you vote for matcha cow. Can we talk about the earring that you have now? Yeah, they can't see it. 
Now you can. Now you can. It looks really good on you. I like it. I, I really like the enjoy bit it. In because mm-hmm. you know my spirit animal is a golden eagle. It is specifically. So I was on this. Road I thought trip. it was a possum. This is a possum wing, <laughs> <laughs> which is weird. I didn't know they had feathers. But um, flying possum <laughs> could be a thing. I was on a road trip as well this past little bit, a week and a half ago. I was driving down the coast, and it came to me. When I was in the Redwoods, I was like, you know what? I saw a bunch of birds. I often see eagles when I'm in the States. And that's how it came on to me that I wanted to have a golden eagle as my spirit animal. It's like, I think I'm ready for a feather earring. I think I'm ready. I've had my ears pierced for a long time, but I haven't had earrings in. And when I turn it, it flings. I'm yeah. still getting used to that. It felt right. I went into a shop to get some beads, some more beads. I need so many beads. I'm the so, more beads I'm, you I'm have, so spiritual. the more spiritual you <laughs> more spiritual I am. So I have so many. Cool. And then I saw this, but it was on a necklace and I was looking for a feather and the guy looked at it and he was like, this is your earring. He decided and I was like, fuck, I'll uh, take the invitation and put it on my ear. Beautiful. So now it's on my ear. It looks really good. A metal feather. A metal feather. There you go. I like it. That's where we're at. That's Nat- where we're nature's at. metal. Sweet. Sick. So that's what's going on with my ear. Nice. What's going on in your ear? Not much. <laughs> but actually, well, we can talk about what's going on in your neck of the woods. Yeah. We can talk about what's going on in my ear of the woods. My neck of the woods. So it's been good coming back. Yeah. Being in San Diego for a couple months was like beautiful. Like, I went to a baseball game and drank a beer at a baseball game. <laughs> you know, watched some football. Like did all of the yeah. matrixy stuff, yeah. which felt really good because when you live in a vortex like this for long enough you can start to go a little crazy yeah, you gotta dip into it right you yeah. gotta dip into it so by the end of the trip i was like okay i need to go back to the jungle i really want to be back in the cosmicness i really want to be back yeah. in that wild flowy witchy kind of environment so got back and went like right in yeah right in i uh <laughs> For the first time in my life, experienced a temple night. What is a temple night, Cam? <laughs> I love how you changed your voice there. Well, because we're all wondering. That yeah. was for all of us. Listening. Yeah. <clears throat> how do I describe this without sounding like a complete weirdo? <laughs> um, we like weirdos. We on do. The Ignite you podcast. We do. We do. Ignite your weird. So a temple night is a tantric event Mm -hmm. that invites participants into a container to explore the realms of their pleasures, their kinks, their perceived limitations, Mm. all under the umbrella of consent and honor expression and just really no judgment yeah you know and and so for you know for you know to distill that down tantra is 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 a massive practice in the spiritual realm but this specific form of tantra is more sexual tantra it's it's cultivating sexual energy so it's an environment that i went to with my partner to explore our sexuality as a couple mm-hmm. and to kind of see how certain things felt yeah. 
in our bodies and actually try things out. You know, we, we were like, let's just go have fun. Let's try this out. Let's see what it's all about. And we knew the person that was putting it on. She's an amazing human. We trusted the container. So we were like, shit, let's just go get weird. Yeah. Express our kinks. Play a little bit. Fuck yeah, man. It was pretty wild. That's it's something that we've actually been talking about for a while is these temple nights. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's something that goes on a lot here. There's probably different names for them all over the world. But we've heard about them for a while and just like interested was kind of the theme. We're like, mm-hmm. oh, this sounds interesting, but yeah. it, it's similar for me. It's been similar to a plant medicine like ayahuasca. Yeah. I'm like, oh, I, I want to do it, but I want to feel the right energy to actually invite me into that space. To yes. actually feel like, oh, that's going to be the one. Yes. And I love that you were called into it and you're like, oh, this is it. You knew the facilitator. Mm-hmm. You had the partner. You had the openness. You knew how to honor your yes, mm-hmm. express your no which is about today's episode. But you went into that with that intentionality with your person, mm-hmm. which is honestly really cool. Yeah, and it was it was a first for me because I've never had a partner who has been willing to yeah. dive into this world with me. And um, it was really cool, like really healing. And, and you've hit the nail on the head. Like it was one of, it was probably one of the most healing things I've ever done mm. to date on my journey. You know, I compare it to an ayahuasca journey or I compare it to a very deep breath work journey or anything along those lines where I, I felt like I was on Molly the whole time. (laughs) Like I was, I thought I was tripping balls. I've never experienced levels of pleasure and levels of safety Mm. like I had there in the sexual space, in the sexual space. And you know, I'll, I'll, I'll share I didn't have sex with anybody. We didn't, and my partner and I didn't have sex with anybody or with each other in that environment. Yeah, but the energy. But the energy of like the touching, the massaging, the connection, the holding, the loving, and the Mm. full ability to just be like, no, that doesn't feel good. And for someone to be like, cool, thank you for telling me that that Mm. doesn't feel good. And for people to come up and be like, hey, can I try this thing? And for me to be like, no, I'd prefer not in this moment or saying yes if I do want to it was just and nobody was like oh you you said no to me or whatever it's like no everyone's just like cool I love that and then instead they would you know take off their clothes and go jump in the pool whatever it was this it was this realm of play and this realm of openness that I've never witnessed even in spiritual communities Mm, damn Uh we haven't fully dove into it yet Mm-mm. which i'm excited about to have that space because this mm-hmm. just happened a few days ago yeah so we haven't had like the one-on-one time to fully unpack it which i'm looking forward to yeah and i cannot wait to actually go to one myself because it yeah. seems like my kind of playground 100 <laughs> percent. honestly when i was there i was i was i was in this in this state of wow this this feels so normal yeah i'd never been in this life mm-hmm. and i just was like wow this is this is that Feels real right. raw open full human expression mm. i just walked around naked for a bunch of the time and let people see me naked which was yeah. you know just oh, that in itself and i know yeah. you've mentioned that on our podcast before is yeah. this ability to just be seen yeah. naked and to yeah. not make it mean anything and to just be yeah. hanging out naked yeah and we do that with our tight knit group, but to do it in front of people that I barely knew that I, or that I kind of know in the community, but it's not like that tight connection was, was really healing, was really beautiful. 
So what of that experience are you taking now into your day to day? Or like, are you applying now in your life outside of that container? It fully, I guess two things, great questions. The first thing was this reminder of how important pleasure and sexual energy is. And it's, mm. it's not from this place of like, I gotta have sex. Yeah, It's from this place of fully being able to receive. Right, so I'll, I'll share yeah. one one thing for me that that happened, and, and we'll get a little juicy here. But yes. there was a worship chair, mm-hmm. and whenever anybody went in the worship chair, people could just go up and ask and be like, "Can I worship you?" Mm-hmm. And you'd sit in this chair, and there was massage oils everywhere. There was all these different feathers and different things to like play with pleasure. And I sat in that chair and I got worshiped by five people and never in my life have I ever just dropped my guard so much and sunk into just the juiciest pleasure I've ever experienced. Full receiving. Full receiving. I didn't, there was no expectation. I couldn't even see who was doing some of the stuff. It was just this, this full surrender of receiving and to me, it was so powerful to open up to that because it reminded me of the flow and the joy and the bliss and the internal chemistry that takes place when we do that. Yeah. I found I was so flowy. I was so connected. I was, my oxytocin levels were so high. I felt so connected to like our, our crew, you, yeah. my partner, the people there. It was like, wow, I feel safe, I feel seen, I feel valuable, I feel worthy. It was amazing. Oh, and I saw you at Ecstatic Dance the next day because the Temple Night was on a Saturday, the Ecstatic Dance was Sunday morning that I support with. Saw you there, just glowing, man. Glowing. Glowing. Yeah. I was like, yes, dude, I wanna hear all about this. Yeah. So that's that's phenomenal. And you're mentioning a bunch of really cool things that we're going into in today's episode. It's like, this is what it is. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What you're saying is, you expressing your yes by getting in that chair yeah. is so fucking cool. Yeah. Like that, I love the worship chair. Yeah. That's something that could be practiced in so many spaces totally. in different ways. Mm-hmm. And I love that you chose to do that. Yeah. And I love that it was something that you had to choose to do. It yes. wasn't like everyone has to go no. and everyone blah, blah, blah. You it's had like, to actually get up I'm and saying yes. go sit in that chair. Yeah. Yeah. And I bet there was some discomfort in that of like for sure feeling like, oh, I'm gonna be fully seen. Oh, I'm for asking sure. for attention. I'm doing this. Mm-hmm. All right. For and sure. We go in. And we went in. It was fucking received, absolutely man. beautiful. Oh. Yeah. Yes, dude. Yeah. Full on playground. Fuck. Yeah. So when's the next one? <laughs> I think they're coming up monthly, but that right. that has right. now become that will now be a part of my practice. Yeah. Those I will not miss one of those. Yeah. Because, you know, and yeah, people go and have sex. You can go and have sex with lots of people if you want that. But this isn't a sex party. It's it's more along the lines of the tantric experience. We do breath work. We do ecstatic dance. You can just be naked. You can do massage. You can just cuddle. You can mm. touch each other. They had a whole S&M corner set up where they had like, what? they had shibari set up. They had all these different stations oh. of different forms of expression that you could go and try. And if you were like, oh, I want to try and experience this with someone else, you go up and you say, hey, do you want to go try this? Under the realm of whatever safety, you know, mm. kind of criteria you bring to the table. It was it was really, really cool. Dude, 
Can't wait. So stoked. Yeah. Something else you said that was really cool. We also talked about this the other day, but I want to reiterate the point and how valuable it is about the no. So I just mentioned something yes. about the yes, but the Keep no's. Rocking. Keep rocking. This just went off. The saying no and receiving a no, you mentioned. So we talked about this these tiers of receiving a no. It can look like getting a no and accepting it. Yes. You're like, I've accepted a no. That's one yeah. layer. That's actually a lot of growth for a lot of people. It's like, I've accepted your no. Yeah. Okay. And then there's another layer of receiving a no mm -hmm. and appreciating the no. Yes. That is fucking rare. Very. To get a no from somebody and be like, thank you. Yeah. I appreciate you yes. honoring yourself. Fuck, man. And in those containers, it happens. Yes. You get a no, and then some people will just accept, and that's beautiful. And yeah. Some people will actually deeply appreciate you and value that. Mm -hmm. And how often can we step into that and actually love somebody's no because 100%. of what they're doing, what they're honoring in themselves to actually say no? Yeah. Because you know how hard that can be? Yeah. Fuck. I'm with you. Magic. And, it, <clears throat> and the, the, the beautiful thing about that, like for instance, at Temple is people don't actually truly speak what they want to speak. And we can get all these misconstrued ideas of what yeses mean. Yeah. And for someone to truly say no, it's like, thank you for not leading <laughs> me down a path that I might've misinterpreted. It's you're being so honest with me that I appreciate that so much and you're honoring your boundary. And that's amazing. Yeah. And it can be in a sexual space or it can even be the other night when I left the Halloween party early. Mm -hmm. Nobody cared. All of our friends were like, awesome, go have a great sleep. It wasn't, oh my God, you're leaving? Like da 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 da. It wasn't yeah. this, it's this ability to honor one's truth and really stand in that place of boundary. Yeah, this is cool. And this is cool because the spectrum that we wanted to talk about. Mm -hmm. And the thing that I really wanna celebrate, I always celebrate your no's, but especially your yeses. Like mm -hmm. saying yes to Temple Night, for instance. Yes. Being like, yes, I'm gonna go, it's uncomfortable, it's new, it's this, it's that, but yeah, I'm in. Because I know your tendency is to be on the side of the spectrum of saying no mm -hmm. because you want to honor yourself mm -hmm. and be in your energy mm -hmm. and protect that space, which is fucking beautiful. And then for me, I'm on the other side of the spectrum, which we always feel so valuable to have on this yes. experience and what we can talk about because it's usually we have these opposite sides, but Polarities. they end up leading to the same place. Mm -hmm. We usually meet ourselves in the middle and we're like, oh, mm -hmm. we're now in this place in between. Yeah. My pattern is saying yes. Yeah. And putting myself out there a lot to people please to show up for others and then mm -hmm. sacrificing myself. Mm -hmm. That's what my pattern was. So when I say no, that's actually the, the more rare experience I have. Yeah. So what you're saying of like saying no and feeling honored in that. Yeah. Oh, dude. So good. It's such a good feeling. It's so good. Oh. Because so often we think that we're only going to get love if we say yes. Yeah. And to flip the script on that is, it is immensely healing for a person yeah. because then you're like, wow, it's safe mm -hmm. for me to actually say no. Mm -hmm. So many people that I've worked with in the past who deal with sexual trauma, they said yes. Cause they were afraid of the outcome of saying no. Mm -hmm. 
right? Which is a very serious thing yeah. in the trauma space. Mm -hmm. And so those types of people who learn to say no and to be honored and seen and, and, and praised for that. No, it's an immediate shift in perspective and it's immediate shift of the nervous system to just go, Oh, wow. I can actually say no and still receive love. Yeah. And for me, that's what temple was one of the most beautiful things for mm. was to see that witness that be <clears throat> in that. You know, and for me, I've, I've, I, I say no because I'm, I'm, I'm almost anal with my energy. Yeah. Where <laughs> I go back away. This is my space, my time, my energy. Don't fuck with it. <laughs> you know, that's kind of my natural tendency. And so a lot of times I've gotten to places where people actually pull away from me because they don't think that I'm vested. They don't think that I'm committed to our connection, to our relationship. Mm -hmm. So for me to be seen and honored in my nose has given me a newfound love for the ability to say that. Now, I love what you're saying here about the duality, about your yes versus my no, because that's what this whole episode is about, is, is inviting humans into breaking the pattern of what they're used to, whether it's because of trauma, whether it's because of you know protecting energy, whether it's because of you know, people pleasing, whatever that is. It's looking at that environment, looking at that immediate reaction mm -hmm. and shifting that pattern because there's so many codes from me saying yes to temple where my initial my initial reaction was, I'm not opening myself up in that sexual space. Fuck mm -hmm. that. Yeah. <laughs> no way. Uh -huh. Who are all these people? What are they doing with their energy? I ain't no energetic hoe, mm -hmm. right? We've talked about that before. It was yeah. That was my initial reaction and in saying yes mm. i went into this space through the resistance and found a whole new level of appreciation for my ability to say no and yes Ooh. and so it just became this Damn. perfect dance this perfect balance of of that uh, to then mm. yes this is great this is amazing and it just it was it was beneficial in so many ways by saying yes, you found a new appreciation for your no. Mm -hmm. That's fucking powerful, man. Mm -hmm. Oh, so this spectrum that we're talking about, Cam and I are on extremes per usual. <laughs> With life. Story of our lives. Ah. <laughs> and I'm on the yes extreme. Cam's on the no extreme. Have been. That's our pattern. That was our story that we moved through and continue to show up for in different ways. Of course. And in that, something that comes up is where you are on the spectrum is your superpower. Mm. And that's what you're naming here. Mm -hmm. You went outside of your comfort zone like, okay, I notice what, what I wanna do. Yes. I wanna say no, but I'm gonna choose to say yes because I can see what that's gonna give me access to on the other side. Mm -hmm. And then in that, you can actually honor your no on a whole new level yes. and be celebrated in it. So you brought forward your superpower of saying no and then got mm -hmm. celebrated in that. Mm -hmm. that's fucking special man mm -hmm. mm. and it's it's trippy because it works the same the same way for your spectrum yep. your 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 yes you know I, I was listening to Gabor Mate the other day on Instagram I actually shared this on my story where he said if you can't say no your yeses don't mean anything yeah and that was so powerful 
because it was it was so true. If you don't know how to say no, you'll never truly celebrate the yes because the yes will always just be this this immediate reaction to either people please or you know receive love or not be seen as an asshole, whatever that is, that your your yes will start to lose its credibility over time. And so just yeah. like you're saying about me, it's 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 in that duality and that expression of the no for a yes sayer that the yes starts to become more valuable and more powerful. Yeah, and you just brought it up and I'm gonna go back to it. The shadow of your no, mm -hmm. you talked about how people kind of back away. Cause yeah. they're like, oh, it doesn't feel like you're showing up for this yeah. connection. It feels like you're just prioritizing you and I don't feel like we're, we're really connecting cause you're saying no all the time to what yes. I'm inviting you to. That's like a shadow side. You're like I'm honoring me, you should celebrate that. Mm -hmm. No, that's a shadow. That's what comes Isolation. up. Isolation. Exactly. Big time. And then saying yes to everything all the time, what you were saying, your yes gets devalued. Yes. And then people just assume yes from you. Mm -hmm. And then people don't show up for you. Mm -hmm. For me, I'm speaking about me. Yeah. I would say yes to everybody. I would say, yeah, yeah, I got you. Yes, 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 yes. And then when I needed something, it's people just assume that I'm good. Yeah, and then you're depleted. I'm depleted. depleted. depleted I've been putting depleted, myself depleted, out, putting depleted. myself out, and people just assume, oh, you must be good all the time because mm -hmm. you're always saying yes to people. You don't need support. Yeah. No, you're good. You always say you're the yes man. Like, yeah. you got everybody. It's like, oh, fuck. I really need support because I'm saying yes to everybody all yes. the time. So this, yeah, these shadow sides, because they're beautiful in many ways, but they're shadow to the extreme. Always mm -hmm. the bright of the light, the dark of the shadow. Mm -hmm. And that's what comes up in the yes and in the no. Yes. So on the spectrum, where are we trying to get? Where are we going? We're trying to get into that middle zone, that that duality, that that balance, yeah. you know? And and it was interesting. A friend of ours was talking about this the other day. A friend of ours and a listener. Yeah. Aslan was talking shout about out Aslan. shout out Aslan <laughs> was talking about this the other day about so many people in the spiritual community saying no this is my truth no this is my truth no this is my truth and yeah that's the case sometimes yep. I'm definitely in that boat where I say that at the same time sometimes you sacrifice yourself for the people you care about and sometimes you say yes when you don't want to say no or when you want to say no, mm -hmm. because it's going to give you that, that sacrifice, that, that humility mm. of putting somebody else first, mm. which ultimately, which could become your new truth is that your truth could be that sometimes you say yes when you want to say no, mm. because you hold supporting your people or a friend or a person in need at a higher value than just simply protecting your energy. And personally, this is something I've had a bit of a beef with, with the spiritual community is I feel so many people, they live so isolated in, the, in these like, no, this is my truth energies that they don't actually truly open up to community. Because if you think about a community, like think about a, you know, a tribe back in the day in the jungle, right? Like if everyone was like, no, I'm just honoring my truth. I'm not hunting today. <laughs> Everyone would fucking starve. Yeah. So as humans, we we have to we have to make these sacrifices. And so when Aslan said that, it was it was so powerful because I think the middle is 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 really finding that balance 
through sacrificing what your natural tendency is to do. Yes. Yes. You're a no-sayer. Sacrifice a couple no's for saying a yes. And I guarantee you, it'll be better. It'll balance you out. If you're a yes-sayer, sacrifice some of your yeses by saying no. I guarantee you, you'll feel more replenished, more energized, more vital. Your cup will be more full. Yeah. You know, so it's almost that sacrifice that's in the middle that helps us dance back and forth yeah. between these opposite ends of the spectrum. Mm. And sacrifice is such a strong word. And I feel that when you say it. And it, it rings so true. Because it is sacrificing a part of us, a piece of us, that story that we have around, this is me, this is who I am. I'm somebody, either for me, I'm somebody who always helps people. So how could I say no? I have to sacrifice that version of me to get to the place that I wanna go. Mm -hmm. You're a no-sayer. No, I'm honoring me. I'm showing up for me. I can, I don't need, I can have time to show up for them. I have to sacrifice that version. Mm -hmm. Show the fuck up for your people. Mm -hmm. That's potent, man. Mm -hmm. I love that. I'm curious, how do people start checking in on this? Like, how do you actually start dropping in and checking in with yourself? Or is this just something you, you feel like would be innately known? Because I'm thinking about it for myself. I'm like, how do I actually realize that? For me, I'm an extreme. And for you, you're an extreme. But for somebody that's in this work or that is, you know, trying to check in during this podcast, listening, like, what, what do I do more of? And maybe they're closer to like, I feel like I kind of, a little bit of both, I don't know. How do you feel is a good way to kind of check in with that to see the, the pattern? What comes to me is your energy levels. Yeah. Because I guess really in all of this, that's what it's all about, yeah. is optimizing our energy levels, optimizing how we feel, which is really important to ignite the human soul. Because if we're creating the life that we want to create, we have to have the energy to do so. Yeah. I would say it has to do with the energy levels. So if, if you're feeling depleted, mm -hmm. you're saying yes too much. If you're feeling isolated, you're saying no too much. Boom. So you're going to have to start saying yes if you're saying no so much to the things that you might not want to so that you can be in connection with other people and receive reciprocal energy. Mm -hmm. If you're a yes-sayer that's saying yes all the time, you're going to need to say no so you can take the time to go internal to recharge your energy so that you can show up for the people how you want to show up. Yes. So I think it's super important to look at energy levels and where you're at. And if you're just always feeling tired mm -hmm. and lethargic and out of it and, and you're starting to resent the people around you, you're saying yes too much. Mm. And if you're feeling like, get the world away from me, I was ah, so isolated, <laughs> you're saying no too much. That's yeah. becoming too comfortable. So you gotta start putting yourself out there. That would be kind of what, what I think. Yeah, I, I like that as a good way to check in. Of course, those are still kind of extremes, but yeah. that, I like that as a way to check in because that can happen on, on micro levels. Yeah. Yeah, and also we're talking about this current and then forward focus, looking at your values because mm. like you were saying, our friend, who was mentioning this, she was, you know, honoring herself and really showing up for her as we do in this kind of spiritual community. We show up for ourselves and our energy. But what she did, she was like, oh, I feel pretty good. But what she noticed was my value is actually community. My value is family. Mm -hmm. So why am I doing this? Mm -hmm. Am I doing this just because I heard that this was a thing to do? Like, am I doing this just because like somebody told me that this is the right thing is to do my practices and like make sure I prioritize my energy and stay in, do this? and just have this space. It's like, what are my values? Mm. 
And she took a look at that. And she's like, oh, I have some some shifts to make. Like, <laughs> I care about my community. I care about my family. Okay, some sacrifices is going to have to be made here. So mm-hmm. back to what you were saying. So yeah, the current energy levels and I would say forward focus are your values. Mm. What do you actually value in this life and what do you want to create? Because that's then where I'm at now. How am I feeling? What are my values? What am I moving towards? How would you, how would you kind of invite somebody into getting clarity on their values? The values should be innately obvious in the sense of check in with yourself. What do I truly care about? Mm-hmm. What's important to me? Cause you could look at how you're spending your time and that's probably not what you truly value. Mm -hmm. That's just what you're valuing. Mm -hmm. There's a big difference. Mm -hmm. What you truly value is way different than what you are currently valuing most of the time. Because you can look at your calendar during the week and you're like, work, 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 and scroll Instagram, sleep. Like, okay, cool. Yeah, you're technically valuing that. But I'm talking about a deeper sense of value. Do you want to create a family one day? Do you really care about your space? Like, For instance, setting up a space, having your space in your home that you can have your practices, but you don't because you're prioritizing other people. Again, going to the extremes because you're Mm -hmm. like, I care about creating community or I care about having my energy in my space. Mm -hmm. These are certain values that we have, but getting clear on what you want to create, what you want to feel. Mm -hmm. So I'm simplifying this down because I'm saying a lot of things. You know what your values are. Whether you're acting on them or not, we don't know. We don't know what you're doing. But you, what are you doing? What are you doing? But what you truly care about, like you ask yourself, what do I truly love in this world? What do I really deeply care about? What moves me? What would I die for? And asking yourself those questions may not be things you've ever asked yourself. It's fucking powerful. Mm. And then you get clear on, this is what I value. This is actually what I value. Fuck, mm-hmm. I'm not doing any of that. Mm-hmm. And you can start looking at, okay, I can start moving towards that by honoring my no or expressing my yes. Mm-hmm. You can start moving towards that thing. You can start sacrificing potentially mm-hmm. what you're currently doing to mm-hmm. move towards those values. Does that make sense when I say Yeah, okay, cool. def- right. no, it definitely does. <laughs> it definitely does. Values are a trip for me. And, and you know, I, I think for, for humans who have been on the path for a while, it, it comes pretty clear. Yeah. People stuck in depression, it's pretty hard to see yes. what they actually value because everything's shit. I know because I've been there and you're kind of like, well, fuck life. Like, what, what do I value? I don't value anything. That's why I'm depressed. Yeah. So I think it's, it, it's, it's really important to grab on to the closest thing that you think will lead to improvements in your life. Perfect. Whether that's I'm depressed, I want to heal. Mm-hmm. Healing is your value. List it down, write it down. Start saying no to things that don't bring on healing. Start bringing yeses in for things that do bring on healing. Finding that next mm. step is really important. And I know for me, values also change. Of course. When I came to Costa Rica, it was community. Yeah. For so long, I didn't I didn't hold community at high enough of a value. So I just came here and was like, Ryan, let's build community. I want I want like that crew of people that mm-hmm. just we've got each other. 
Yeah. And that became a huge value of mine. So these things evolve, these things change, but it's really like Ryan's saying, using these values as kind of the pillars for what you're practicing your yeses and your noes for. Mm -hmm. So many people, we've worked with them in our programs before where they'll say, I want to create a new business. And then we say, okay, well, how come you're showing up late to every call? <laughs> and they say, well, I've just been, have so much going on. I've been doing this and helping this person and that and that and that. And it's like, well, how much are you working on your business? Not at all. You're saying yes to everybody but yourself. Or even just, I want to feel excited. Yeah. Are you prioritizing your excitement? Totally. No. All right. <laughs> you won't feel it. Yeah. Yeah. So it can be a state. And that's even, sure. that's an even easier thing to grasp onto if you're not feeling good. Like, I just want this state. Yeah. Whether you can grab onto something deep, like the questions I was asking, mm -hmm. what Cam was asking, a thing, yeah. or even just state. Yeah. I want to feel more excited. Yeah. I want to feel more content. I want to feel more love. Beautiful. How can we move towards that? Mm -hmm. So I'm curious. Me too. <laughs> that's, that's why we do this podcast can you just give that little thing a little jiggle yeah there we go I just want to make sure you read a very controversial intense quote the other day I did and Ryan shared this with me and it, and it really resonated and I, I kind of want to unpack it on this podcast because it it has a, a term in it that's very harsh yeah. that is probably going to trigger some people, especially if you have sexual trauma. Mm -hmm. And Ryan read this book, this from a book all about Eros. Yeah. So the book is Return to Eros. Beautiful book. I was listening to Aubrey Marcus on his podcast and they were talking about sexual magic, intimacy, and all these beautiful things that we've been into lately. And they mentioned this book. I was like, great. They had this expert on talking about this book, talking about these energies. I was like, I'm going to start reading it. Started reading it last week. And this is in the introduction. This is kicking off the book. And before you mention it, though, at Temple, this is what, what got me so excited about bringing this up. At Temple, they were all talking about bringing in Eros. Ah. So Eros, you know, I, and I, don't, I haven't read anything about it. So I'm, I'm yeah. just assuming based on the quote and what you've told me and, and Temple is that's the sexual energy. But it's this concept of consent that's so important yeah. that defines all of the outcomes. So I just wanted to say that's kind of why it I is. wanted this is, is it relates to the temple experience yes. because they were all talking about bringing more of this in. So I'm it, interested to unpack it, this. Yeah, it's like this huge umbrella of all of that. So Eros is the ancient Greek root for erotic. And so to bring in eroticism, and that does not just mean in the sexual form, that means erotic in life. That means feeling charged up in life. That means seeking consent in life. That means honoring your yeses, expressing your nos in life. It means living a vibrant, connected, expansive, charged up fucking life. Mm -hmm. Eros is powerful. Yeah, and it's, like I said, it's a big umbrella that I haven't even fully went into. I'm like chapter one. So we're going into it. We'll have more to share. In the introduction, this quote was shared. And it went like, regret isn't rape, arousal isn't consent. Regret isn't rape, arousal isn't consent. Man, that's, that quote cuts deep. Yeah. And I think 
that it fully captures what we're speaking about today Mm -hmm. from your yeses and your noes. Yeah. Because in the, in the sexual space, I think this is the most important arena for us to practice this because so often we find ourselves in situations where we don't speak our mind and we don't speak our truth in those moments. And because we don't do that upon reflection, we then go, shit, I made a mistake. And when you said that quote to me yesterday, it just, it just really, it hit me in the gut of really discerning between the energy of an act and the explicit consent to act. Yes. Because that whole arousal is not permission was really wild for me because just because, you know, you might arouse somebody it doesn't mean that that's an invitation to fuck them, right? Mm -hmm. Like that's not what's going on there. You have to explicitly wait for the invitation. The, this arousal makes me want to kiss you. Yes. This arousal makes me want to, you know, and then from there you navigate it. And, and so it, it was really cool to kind of capture the yeses and the noes in a very intense, potent, almost kind of gut-wrenching quote mm-hmm. that speaks volumes of truth. Yeah, and the arousal isn't consent is so big, especially for men. Mm-hmm. And men in this space, I see it so often. I know you see it too. Women in their wild, women in their expression, women just in their sexual energy, and men thinking, oh, that's for me. Mm-hmm. Men seeing eye contact with a woman and being like, oh, she wants me. Yes. No. Definitely no. not. That, I just, I get goosebumps even yeah. saying that because that, I see it so much and confront that. Mm-hmm. And it's exactly that. Arousal is not consent. Just because she is aroused for life, for herself, for the experience, does not mean it's for you mm-hmm. as a man. Mm hmm. And that's something that I see a lot, you see a lot, but seeing men in that and owning their energy and being mm-hmm. in that space and not needing mm-hmm. to get that validation and like go in mm-hmm. and, and get that from a woman just because she is excitable, mm-hmm. just because she's in an experience and inner wild and playful and loving energy. Cause that shuts women down mm-hmm. in their experience and in their expression. Mm-hmm. And of course this happens on both sides. I'm just speaking for the majority. Yeah. It's usually women in their arousal and Definitely. men taking advantage of that Definitely. and wanting to go into that, but it happens on both sides for sure. And yeah, so that's, that's an experience. <laughs> Obviously there's a lot of energy around for me. I've had to stop men on the dance floor at ecstatic dances and spaces and be like, mm-hmm. Hey, nope, not okay. Mm-hmm. And I've had women approach me after telling me about a certain person having to approach them and, closing that down. And that is part of what it means to be in your divine masculine. Mm, definitely. It's seeing a woman in their arousal and celebrating. Be like, fuck yeah. yeah. I love that. Totally. And not being like, it's all about like, me. Oh, Let's that, continue. Uh, I'm going to get exactly. some. No. Exactly. Yeah. I love that so much. And, um, you know, I guess, it, you know, this just came through and you were saying that on the flip side, you know, we also got to learn to practice those yes and no's within ourselves. Yeah. You know, when it, when we see a woman, cause you know, I'll use an example. When I was at temple, there were experiences that I had 
and I, I can't really share much because yeah. it's it's a very tight container and it's it's we don't share names anything outside of it. But there are moments with certain people where there was so much arousal and so much like wild sexual energy moving around that the monkey mind will start going like, oh, that means something. And then it's like, no, that doesn't mean shit. What we're doing here is just working with energy and all taking on this energy, this collective consciousness. And that's gonna allow for all of us to reciprocate arousal to one another, but not use our egos to identify with that arousal. It's not, this is because of me that this is happening. This is because of the collective. This is because of the container that was created. And you know, for, for my partner and I, we went to this because I wanted to see how I felt when she was kissing another woman or another yeah. man. I wanted to see how that felt in my body. Yeah. And vice versa. And so we went there and and it was so wild to experience this because I could see her in her arousal with people that weren't me and enjoy it. Yeah. Because I know she loves me. Mm. And it was just this really cool thing of watching my primal urges and being like, "No, that's not true." Mm. Yes, I'm going to stand here and observe and celebrate. Mm. Not let my ego dictate my actions. Yeah. And Oof. so it just, you know, I, it really, it, it just ah, it moved through me in such a powerful mm. way in that experience. And so, yes, we have to outwardly say no's and yeses. But I think what we're getting at here is it's really important as people to also be solid in our internal knows and yeses mm. and watching our own internal patterns to stand in our power yeah. and to truly honor our truth by sacrificing sometimes the primal urge yeah the reactivity exactly awareness is attractive as fuck big time when you can be present and sit with and just be inside of whether and whatever's going on outside of you people dancing erotic experiences whatever environment you're in and you can just be aware of what is happening and not need to pounce mm -hmm. on or like take control of an experience you get to just be present with it mm -hmm. oh that's fucking beautiful beautiful dude. oh that's sexy there's nothing like it <laughs> yeah it's you being in your power it's you owning your truth and really just sitting with that and recognizing what's going on rather than the first thing that comes up oh go okay mm -hmm. you, you looked at me okay yeah yeah that means this no Sit with it, mm -hmm. feel it. This is beautiful. This is arrows. This is that energy moving 100%. through you. Like allow that, yeah. allow yourself to be present with that. That's why some of these little practices like eye gazing are so valuable. Mm -hmm. Cause the point is not to touch. The point is not to move farther than that. Mm -hmm. Just to be witness and witness mm -hmm. fully mm -hmm. and gaze into somebody's eyes and connect with them. Mm -hmm. And that is a beautiful practice in being seen and seeing mm -hmm. and you're just present with it. So once again, man, you just you yeah. just wrapped it up beautifully into this place of cultivation of one's energy yeah. through yes and no outwardly and through yes and no inwardly mm -hmm. to make sure that we are in a place of power. Because if we're not explicitly stating our truth outwardly, yep. <laughs> we're not really acting on what our truth is and if we're if we're reacting to our inner animal mm. 
then we're also not really sitting with that. We're not cultivating that. We're not being yeah. present with ourself. So it's this, it's this, this cultivation of energy that just mm. becomes so important. And it's through yes and no that we do successfully cultivate our energy or not. Yeah. And, and Gabor Mate on that same clip was saying, most people that manifest illness are people that don't know how to say no. Because they're constantly saying yes. And what's that saying? Every time you're saying yes, when you wanted to say no, oh. is you're subconsciously telling yourself that that person's more important than yourself. Mm-hmm. What does that mean? I'm unworthy. So if you're constantly saying yes, yes, yes. Every time you say yes to receive that love, when you knew you wanted to say no, you're diminishing your worth, diminishing your worth, diminishing your worth. Same thing. Vital life force. The same thing when you're saying no, but you wanted to say yes. And you're like, no, I need to do this. Even though though I really want to go into that. Like, oh, it's going to feel so good. I know it. Mm -hmm. like, oh, you're you're doing the same thing. You're holding yourself back from that love. You're holding yourself back from that experience. And you're hiding yourself from that expression, Mm -hmm. which is also killing you. Totally. It's all about energy and these depletion. It's like these leaks, these holes we got to plug up. Yeah. You know, so whatever end of the spectrum you are on. Yeah. So we have a cultivation, activation, experimentation, invitation invitation for you. You're going to keep going. (laughs) That was enough. I like you got invitation in there. You knew that was coming. I knew it was coming. I was just waiting for your face to go like invitation. Yeah, exactly. Just like that. So we're going to invite you as the listener to give yourself 24 hours to say only yeses if you're a no-sayer and to say only no's if you're a yes-sayer. Ooh, legit, actually, mm-hmm. 24 hours to do this practice, to lean into this. And of course, this is in this is within safety. Yes. This is within the obvious, like, oh yeah, you know, it's it's obvious what you will say yes and no to. You're not gonna harm yourself in the process. But even if it's really uncomfortable and you still know you're safe in that experience, we're gonna push you to do that. 24 hours of the opposite of what your pattern is. And a good way to actually do this, because I've checked on doing this myself. I've even had groups where I've got some people in. We were all like yes sayers, and we got a group that said, that's, I think we called it saying no as a WhatsApp group, which can be good. Grab some people, do it together. And what Cam was saying, the pause, pause when you get asked a question, because you're naturally just gonna be like, do the thing that you're normally doing. And you're like, oh fuck, at the end of the day, oh, I wish I, I would have said that. So when you receive a question or an invitation, pause, and then use this challenge. Mm -hmm. So the pause is going to be really important because after the 24 hours, you'll start doing that. And you'll Mm -hmm. actually start being able to integrate what we're talking about today by pausing and breaking the paradigm of where you are on the spectrum. I love that. That's so good. Cool. And it reminds me of Michael Singer in the surrender experiment where and sorry if you can hear that. My my neighbor decided to fix his his gate right when we started recording this podcast. It's a gateway. It's a gate. It's a, a gateway. gateway. Like we are to you, to your heart. But it's, <laughs> it reminds me of Michael Singer in the surrender experiment, where he 
literally decided to do the opposite of everything his instincts told him to do. Yeah. So his reaction to something would be, no, I'm not going to do that. He had to say yes. Had to do if it was, yes, I'm going to do that. He had to say no. So I he went so deep into rewiring by doing the complete opposite. And he did that for a long time, for a long time <laughs> until he shifted as a person and his whole life changed. It got a little messy for a while. But the outcome was the beautiful. outcome was beautiful and powerful and and revolutionary. So I would recommend if you are a no sayer or a yes sayer, check out the Surrender Experiment by Michael Singer. That is a great resource that yes. will. It pushed me to really go. Oh my god! Shit! You know I got to flip the script here sometimes. It's beautiful. And take this challenge. It's the twenty four hour Surrender Experiment. Do it for twenty four hours. Mm-hmm. Exactly. Cam and I are gonna do it. Always. Always, but even to the extreme, the extreme of me only saying yeses for twenty four yes. hours. Yeah, and I'm only gonna say no. I just decided this now. Ryan just put this on my plate. Well, I mean, if we're if we're doing it for them, we got to do it. So okay, all right, we're gonna do it too. We're doing it too. Starting now, right now. No. Yes. No. <laughs> <laughs> on that okay, note, group. <laughs> on that note, we have our last change the story challenge oh, yeah. of this year. Starting on the 14th which of will be November. The following Monday. When which this will be comes the out. following Monday from this podcast coming out. Cool. So the sign up link is in the notes. And the other thing, we have one more spot oh, open for the Ignite New Year's Eve Costa Rica retreat here in Nosara so with Ryan Miller, myself. Kyla, the sacred essentials and a whole bunch of other witches and wizards from our community yeah. here. Five minutes from the beach, breath work, mm. meditation, mm. ecstatic dance, mm. waterfalls, mm. shadow work, mm. community, mm. cultivation, mm. all the oh. good things. Ryan oh. fired up. Yep, exactly. Yep. We promise he won't do too much of that. No, he'll do, a lot. do, he'll, a, he'll lot do a lot of that. Of that. But come, it's going to be off the chain. Absolutely off the chain. And we're looking for the perfect person to fill that last spot. Yeah, so if you're hearing this and you're feeling the call, lean into it. Lean into it. Especially if you have the pattern of saying no and you're hearing this, you're like, fuck, Mm -hmm. I know it's going to serve me. Mm -hmm. Yeah, no? Yeah, no? Yeah, yes? Okay. All right, crew. (laughs) Stay lit. Stay lit.